Open your Bibles tonight to 1 John chapter 5, if you would. We're going to go ahead and read several scriptures, and then uh, we'll get into the crux of the message. In 1 John chapter 5 and verse 14, we're going to go ahead and dismiss the children at this time. 14 says, And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he does hear us. And if we know that he hear us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have desired of him. Now here's something that is important for us to realize, that we can only have confidence in in God if we know his will. We must know his will. And faith begins where the will of God is known. So we find the will of God in the word of God. The word of God and the will of God are really synonymous. So let's look at the will for a little while tonight, and let's just take some medicine. Um, Let's look over at Isaiah chapter 53, and let's look at uh, verses 3 through 5. It is the will of God, amen, for you to be healed. Is that right? Father, thank you so much for this time we have together just to feed on your faithfulness and to read scriptures and to declare what you have said concerning divine healing and divine life. We just receive your word into our spirits right now, just like medicine. And we thank you that your word, in fact, is medicine. And we give you praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen. In, uh, in verse 3 of Isaiah 53, he says, He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, yet we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs, literally sicknesses, And carried our sorrows, literally pains. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. And the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. Amen. Then turn over to Psalm 103. And notice with me in verses 1 through 3. Taking God's medicine. Remember this, that faith does not come by having heard, but faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Psalm 103, verse 1 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. So the top two benefits are found in verse 3. Read it with me. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases. So there is no disease known or unknown to mankind that he hasn't healed us from. Amen? So declare this with me. I am the healed. For he is the Lord that has healed all of my diseases. And then look at Psalm 107. And notice with me in verse 20. Psalm 107 and verse 20 says this. He sent his word. So there's healing in the word of God. There's faith in the Word of God, and there's power in the Word of God. And so he sent his Word and healed them, and delivered them from their destruction. Say this with me. He sent his Word and healed me and delivered me from all of my destructions. That's good news, isn't it? Look at Jeremiah chapter 30 then, and notice with me in verse 17, Jeremiah chapter 30 and verse 17. Jeremiah's in there somewhere. I'm there and I believe you can find it. Right after the book of Isaiah. Is that right? All right. Here's a great scripture. 
Uh, Jeremiah 30, verse 17. Notice this. He said, for I will restore health unto you. And what will he do? And I will heal you of your wounds. Amen. That's good news. So restoration is yours. Healing is yours. If there's something that's been undone, he can redo. If there's something that's been stolen, he can restore. Amen? Restoration. Amen. Let's feed on that just for another moment. For I will restore health unto me, and I will heal thee of thy wounds. And so a good confession to hold fast to is he is restoring health unto me. Amen? My health is being restored. My youth is being renewed just like the eagles. Amen? For I am a man, you're a man, you're a woman that waits on the Lord. Hallelujah. And he is renewing, he is restoring your youth just like the eagles. Isn't that good news? He's restoring health unto me. Now, If you've had something that is no longer a part in your life and it would try to come back to you, you just tell them, Nahum 1-7, praise God, this affliction shall not rise up the second time. Amen. Amen. This affliction shall not rise up the second time. You know, a lot of bugs, a lot of flus, a lot of viruses going around. And uh, you may uh, hear these words from some people. Well, you know, you just never know. You might just get the flu. You might just get a virus. But have you been freed up and delivered from viruses and flus before? So you ought to say it. Thank God that affliction affliction shall not rise up up a second time. time. Amen. Amen. He's restoring health. He's renewing your youth just like the eagles. He's making it extremely possible for you and I to live long and to live strong. In Psalms 91... I believe it's verse 14. He says, with long life. Is it the will of God for us to live long? Is it not the will of God for you to live strong? He said, with long life will I satisfy him. Oh, praise the Lord. Amen. And not only that, but I will show him my salvation. I will show him, the Spanish Bible says, I will show him my healing. Praise God. Say it with me. I will live long and I will live strong for he is showing me his continuous redemption. He is the God that has redeemed me. He redeemeth me continuously and yet he will still redeem me. Amen. Now go over to Galatians, the third chapter. Galatians chapter 3, notice with me in verse 13. Did you know know that sickness and disease is a curse? It's not a blessing. Don't let anybody tell you it's a blessing. Don't let anybody tell you that God gave you this to teach you a lesson. God's got a higher way and a higher higher, uh, MO, if you will, of teaching his children's lessons. Amen. He gave us his word. Amen. He gave us the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, in Galatians, the third chapter, in the 13th verse, it says this. Christ 
the anointed one and his anointing has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. Amen. Now say this with me according to Deuteronomy 28. All sickness, all diseases are under the curse. But praise God, I'm not under the curse. For Christ has redeemed me from the curse of the law. Devil, you cannot curse whom God has blessed. I'm a child of God. I'm Abraham's seed. And the blessing of divine life and divine health flows through every organ, every cell, every tissue of my body. Therefore, I call my body strong. I call my body healed. I am well from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for divine healing. Thank you, Lord, for divine health. Amen. Now go over to 3 John, verse 2. 3 John, verse 2. 3 John, verse 2, you know what this says, but don't let it be too simple to you. He said, Beloved, I wish or I pray above most things. No, I pray... I wish, my prayer is above all things, that you may prosper, now notice this next part, and be in health. You know, it's one thing, praise God, to get healed if you're sick, but it's another thing to walk in divine health. It's another thing to walk in the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, amen, to where any sickness, disease comes nigh your dwelling, it dies instantly. Amen? It is the will of God for you and I to walk in divine health but it is in direct proportion to your soul prospering. And your soul will never prosper unless you renew your mind to these truths that I'm talking about. Your soul will never prosper unless you put yourself in position to continuously hear the Word of God. Amen. And not just anointed teaching and preaching like you hear around here, but I'm talking about you getting your Bible and opening up and finding healing scriptures and reading them and meditating on them and speaking them and taking the application of faith and putting it, praise God, on your body. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, look at Romans chapter 8 and verse 11. Romans the 8th chapter, the 11th verse. This is all preliminary to some things I'm going to be saying because we're talking about hearing and being healed. You can be healed right there sitting in your chair. Amen? Just simply by the word of the Lord going forth. Romans 8, 11 says, But if the spirit of him that raised up Christ from the dead dwells in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall quicken your mortal body by his spirit that dwells in you. Did you know that that word quicken means heal? Now say this with me. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, he lives in me. And he's quickening me right now. The life of God, the anointing of the Holy Ghost, is working in my mind. It's working in my limbs. It's working in my sinuses. It's working in my lungs. Resurrection power. 
is lifting me up from arthritis. Resurrection power kills all cancer cells that would come against my being. I declare I am the healed. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. Hallelujah. He's quickening me right now. Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, 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 devil. Ha, ha, ha. You're a liar. Ha, 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 ha. We've got inside information. We've got inside. We got inside information inside the word. And we're hiding God's word in our heart. And out of the abundance of our heart, our mouth is going to speak. And creative power shall be released and dissipate and cause all sickness and disease to run and to flee in terror. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, let's look at a couple more. Look at uh, Matthew chapter 8, verse 17. Matthew, the 8th chapter and the 17th verse. Amen. Find it in the Word. Matthew 8, verse 17. At destruction and at famine, I shall laugh. At cancer and arthritis, I shall laugh. At migraine headaches and boogers, I shall laugh. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. That's right. Come on, laugh a little bit. Ha, ha, ha. Har, 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 har. Glory to God. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. At destruction, the thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So we can say this way. We're laughing at the destroyer. Ha ha, come on, laugh a little bit. <laughs> hey, glory to God. Hallelujah. No famine here. No famine of money here. No famine of divine health here. No famine of divine life here. At destruction and at famine, I shall laugh. Hallelujah. I fear nothing. He's not given us a spirit of fear, but a power and a love and of a sound mind. I'm not afraid of the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flies by day. Thank God the Spirit of God lives on the inside, and in His Word I do abide. I live for Him, and He lives on the inside of me, and He continually quickens me every day. Hallelujah. Now notice in Matthew chapter 8, verse 17, did you find it yet? Matthew, the 8th chapter and the 17th verse. Praise the Lord. Then it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah, the prophet, saying, Himself took my infirmities and bare my sicknesses. Now say, that, say it like this. What Jesus bore, I need not bear. And what Jesus took, I need not take. Himself took my infirmities and he bore all sickness and all disease. Hallelujah. 
Now look at Exodus chapter 15 and verse 26. We're going to talk to you just a little while tonight about hear and be healed. So we spent the first however many minutes we did just hearing, meditating, thinking upon, declaring the word of God. In Exodus the 15th chapter, and uh, we looked at this a couple of weeks ago. Exodus 15 and, uh, of course, verse 26. And said, if, 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 if you will do something, God is saying, I'll do something. If you will casually, no, there's no rewards for casual Christians. There are rewards for those who are diligent. If thou wilt diligently hearken, that word here is in there, to the voice of the Lord thy God, and will do what is right in his sight, and will give ear, here and be healed, to his word, his commandments, keep all his statutes, I will put or permit, literally, none of these diseases which I have permitted upon the Egyptians. Why is that? For I am the Lord that healeth thee. So if we will do something, he will do something. Now there's a dangerous doctrine out there, uh, and that is this. Well, just everything's up to God. Now everything's up to God. No, no, no. He said if. There can be no if if God is controlling everything. What this is saying to us is he left something up to us. And that you and I have an independent free will. You know, you can choose to come to church or not come to church. You can choose to read the Word or not read the Word. You can choose to love God or not love God. You also can choose to hear His Word and hearken to it and be diligent about it or just be casual about it. But if you will listen to it and you will do it, you are in a position for him to be Jehovah Rapha in your life. He am the Lord that healeth thee. He was the Lord that healeth thee, but he still is. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus demonstrated his healing power and the will of God throughout the four Gospels. He said, I didn't come down from heaven to do my own will, but I came down from heaven to do the will of him that sent me. Say it with me real strong. The Lord Lord is my healer. healer. He's He's my physician. When we confess who he is to us, He will be exactly that to us. Look at Luke chapter 5 now. Let's get into this a little bit more. Luke the 5th chapter. And notice with me in verse 15. Luke chapter 5, verse 15. But so much the more went went there a fame abroad of him. And great multitudes came together... To be healed and then go have lunch. No, they came together to do what? Yeah, but Pastor Mark, this is 2016. I'm in a hurry. I've got some texts I've got to give out. I've got several emails I've got to answer. Come on. You know, I'm, I'm late for lunch. Come on. Just 
Can I just be healed? I'm in a hurry to be healed. You better be in a hurry to hear. Because that's his M.O. Notice they came to hear him and to be what? And to be healed of their disease. So we see here in this setting that hearing comes first. It's important for us to learn his ways. Jesus said over and over again in the word of God, he that has, he that has ears to hear, let him hear. And we're not just talking about flippantly hearing sounds. We're talking about hearing on the inside. To where, hey, I've got it. The entrance of his word is bringing light to me. There was darkness at one time. I didn't have understanding. I was a little bit ignorant. I was suffering from a lack of knowledge. But because I've put myself in position to hear, all of a sudden, down here, it's alive. The lights are on. Amen. How many of you know the enemy wants to hide it from you? He is the God of this world, and he tries to blind our minds. That's why it's important for you to pray, Lord, May the eyes of my understanding be flooded with light. I just want to encourage you tonight, keep with it. Stay with it. Don't give up. Even if your symptoms are worse today than they were a month ago, don't give up. Don't cast away your confidence. It has great recompense and reward. You have need of consistency and endurance that after you've done the will of God, you might receive the promise. Don't you know you've got a teacher living on the inside of you? Say with me, i got the Holy Ghost living on the inside, flooding my spirit with light. And the enemy cannot stop you if you will not let him. He may hinder you temporarily, but if you'll stay with it, He will never be able to stop you. He will never get you to a point where you grow weary and you give up because thanks be to God who always causes you and me to triumph. Here's what our attitude needs to be. I'm telling you, when the dust clears, I'll be standing here in victory. When the dust clears, my loved one, hallelujah, We'll be standing and living long and living strong for the glory of God. Amen. And now look at Luke chapter 6 and notice verse 17. Here again, hear and be healed. Luke 6 and verse 17. It says, he came down with them and stood in the plain of the company of his disciples and a great multitude of people out of all Judea and Jerusalem and from the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon, which came to hear him. And to be what? To be healed of their diseases. Amen. Sometimes you just got to slow down. And say, you know what? I am not going to allow myself to be cheated out of time in the Word. People that say they don't have time to be in the Word really have their priorities so way out of whack that if they looked at their schedule, they have more time than they realize. It's just that they prioritize other things above the Word. In Matthew 6, it says, When you seek first the kingdom of God 
and his way of being and doing right, that all these things will be added to you. There is great value in being still before him and knowing that he is God. Notice verse 19. And the whole multitude sought to touch him. Why do you suppose that there was a multitude there seeking to touch him? They must have heard something. They must have heard something. Some of them may have seen some things. But they must have heard that he was going about doing good. And that if you can just get your loved one to Jesus, or if you can just get to Jesus and hear a while, healing virtue will flow out of him and you will be healed. They sought to touch him. They knew that he was anointed. He told them he was. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. And the whole multitude sought to touch him. For there went virtue, everyone say virtue, which is healing power out of him. And what did he do? He healed them all. Amen. Now let's go back to Proverbs chapter 3. Proverbs the third chapter. Let's keep tracking this out. What do you say? Proverbs chapter 3. You know, the book of Proverbs in chapter 3 talks about having that God's got a good path for you. He likens a good path versus a bad path. He likens a way of righteousness versus the way of wickedness. And in Proverbs chapter 3, uh, beginning in verse 1, let's look at this. He says, My son, forget not my law. We could say it this way. My son, do not forget my word. How do we forget his word? We become forgetful hearers. Okay? If you will stay out of the word long enough, the revelation that you have can be stolen from you. That's why we must continually be refreshed in the scriptures. So he said, my son, forget not my word, but let thine heart keep my commandments. Now notice this in verse 2. What is the result of staying with it and not forgetting his word? Look at this. Oh, read it with me. So there's length of days, and there's long life, and that's just not living old and getting decrepit and being all burnt out, but that's being strong and being able to fulfill everything God's called you to do until you're satisfied. Now notice this, and peace they will add unto you. Now drop down to verse 5. He said, trust in the Lord... With all your heart, lean not to your own understanding, verse 6. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he'll direct your paths. Verse 7, be not wise in thine own eyes, fear the Lord, and depart from evil. Here it is, verse 8. Read it with me. It shall be health to thy navel, and marrow or strength to your bones. He didn't say it'll be like health. He said, if you'll hearken to my word, it shall be health to your flesh. Hallelujah. And not only that, but it'll also be marrow to your bones. I think we all could use some fat bones. Thank you, Lord. Oh, the value 
abstain in the word. Now look at, uh, notice with me another uh, set of scriptures. And we'll go to that in just a moment. But let's, let's just talk a moment about words and the power of faith-filled words. Um, words, they can hurt us or words can heal us. Notice he said, it's health to thy navel. Think about this. If words created matter, words can restore matter that's been destroyed. I'm going to say that again. If words created matter, light be and light was. If words created matter, words that are filled with faith can restore matter that has been damaged. Medical science uses sound waves. Medical science uses sound waves to destroy kidney stones. Sound waves. That's sound. In other words, if they can get the sound on the right frequency, it can destroy something in your body. Have you heard that before? Well, think about it like this. If we can get that sound on the faith frequency, and we can get that sound on the life frequency, it will affect matter and things all around us. Sounds can change matter. Matter was created by the Creator. He put faith in His words. Hallelujah. Those sounds were uttered by the Creator. And He has made you and me in His image and in His likeness. He has designed for you and me to be speaking spirits. He designed mankind to have dominion. And he designed mankind and made him in his image and in his likeness to declare and to speak forth words that would affect the entire life around him. We talked about it Sunday morning that through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God and we can frame our world by his word. Hallelujah. (laughs) Oh man. Think about the power of faith-filled words. Words can be filled with healing. Words can be filled with kindness. Words can be filled with love and faith and joy. Now I'm telling you folks, that if you will pray in the Holy Ghost, like Brenda is telling you to pray in the Holy Ghost on Sunday night, and if you will stay filled with the Word of God, God will turn you into another man or another woman. 
He will so anoint you from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet, mixed with the anointing on the inside of you, that when you speak God's word, the sound of God's word has creative power in it to affect your body and really to affect other bodies around you. To where when we get so full of the word and full of the Holy Ghost, and we look at a person and we say, be healed. Woo-hoo. Just that sound. Be healed. My goodness. You think about T.L. Osborne and, and those guys that would go to Africa and they'd go all over the world and they'd preach the gospel. Teal Osborne's message, and Brenda will attest to this, Teal Osborne's message was a simple message of Jesus Christ. The Savior, the Healer, the same yesterday, today, and forever. And when it got time to pray, Teal Osborne would stand up full of the unction and full of the Holy Ghost, and he would speak healing words over the multitudes, and the multitudes would be healed by God's power. That did not, was not learned in a seminary. Almost said cemetery. (laughs) That was learned in the school of the Holy Ghost. How many of you really want your words to carry more weight than they're carrying right now? So you know how it begins? It begins by being watchful of what comes out of your mouth on a daily basis. It begins by checking yourself on idle words inoperative words. By thy words, Jesus said, thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. You know, I think if all of us carried a tape recorder around, and at the end of the day we listened to some of the words we'd said, we'd be on our knees repenting. I'm not speaking condemnation. (laughs) I'm just telling you, if you really want your words to come to pass, and you really want your words to have greater weight and greater power in that, you must eliminate some of the words that are coming out of your mouth that are not operative. No condemnation. But it's just a fact. But, oh, spirit-filled faith words... I said spirit-filled, faith-filled words can change matter. Start by talking to your body. Start by speaking to your limbs. Start by speaking to your entire being. Hallelujah. Build God's word into your spirit. Amen? Think about Jesus. What happened... When he spoke to the fig tree, it withered up. Can fig trees hear faith-filled words? <laughs> Jesus said, he said, no man will eat fruit of the hereafter forever. If you found that fig tree today in Jerusalem, you wouldn't find any figs on it. Something was addressed by the Christ that caused that fig tree to wither. How about when he spoke to the wind? 
When he spoke to the wind, he said, Peace, be still. And the Bible says, there was a great calm. So he said, well, Pastor, I, I don't know that I can, I can speak to the wind. You can. But start by speaking to your soul. Start by saying, soul, be still. How many of your mind sometimes likes to go a little back and forth and up and down and all sorts of di- different things? Just, just try this sometime. Put your hands on your own head and say, in the name of Jesus, peace, be still. Try that in the middle of the night. When you're tossing and turning and you've been besieged with all sorts of thoughts contrary to the word of God, just get up. Say, okay, devil, I demand you to go now and I demand this body to be still in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Everyone say, peace. Peace. Be still. How about this? When he said, rise, take up your bed, and walk. So all I'm saying is this. His words counted. His words were anointed. And his words released faith. So this then can begin by you and I speaking God's word over ourselves. Just mark this down. Nothing is bigger than God's word. Say that with me. Nothing is too big for my God. And nothing is bigger than God's words. So if something comes up, just speak faith-filled words over your body. Kidneys, listen to me. Lungs clear up. So what do Christians do? Christians act like and talk like the Christ. Proverbs chapter 4, look over there. I hope you're enjoying this a third as much as I am. This will help you. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 10. Here... And be healed. Praise the Lord. Hear and be healed. I've prayed for crop failure more than once over wrong words in my life. Lord, forgive me for saying that. I don't want that to come to pass in my life. I judge that in the name of Jesus. And then I just replace it with faith-filled words. Proverbs 4.10 says this. Hear, O my son, and receive my sayings. And the years of thy life you just never know. The years of life are going to be many. Take heed what you hear. Verse 13. Take fast hold of instruction. Let her not go. Keep her for she is thy life. And the path of the just is as the shining light that shines more and more under the perfect day. Say that with me. My path. Because I am right in his sight. Is as the shining light. And it's shining more and more. 
unto the perfect day. Verse 19 says, the way of the wicked is as darkness. They know not at what they stumble. Is that true or what? But my son, my daughters, attend to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Attend to his words, his sayings. Not what someone else has said. How many of you know sometimes we just got to turn our ear away from a bunch of junk and listening to all that other stuff? He said, incline your ear to my sayings. That word incline means to tune in, to tune in. Lord, what are you saying about this? What are you saying about this? It's kind of like David at Ziklag when they was under attack. David inquired of the Lord and he was looking to the Lord. Lord, what do you say about this? Verse 21, read it with me. He says, let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. Notice this word keep. Keep means a way of life. Literally, I'm keeping this revelation of divine healing in my heart. Verse 22, it says, For they are life to those that find them, and what? Health, medicine to all of our flesh. Oh, hallelujah. Verse 23, keep your heart diligently, for out of it flow the issues of life. So he's telling us to guard our heart, make sure that we don't allow stuff in our mind and our heart that shouldn't be there. And then the last two scriptures are Proverbs 12, verse 18. Proverbs 12, 18. Look over there. Proverbs 12. Verse what? 18. Are you there yet? Yeah. I'm not. It's up there in the I know it's up there. Proverbs 12:18. Here it is. There is that speaketh like the piercings of a sword. I want to encourage you, don't pierce yourself with doubt. But the tongue of the wise is what? The tongue of the wise is health or healing. So say something that's going to help you. Then lastly, in Proverbs chapter 15 and verse 4, you can all stand to your feet. Proverbs 15, verse 4. Notice this. It says, A wholesome tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit. One translation says, Kind words are like good medicine. Kind words are like good medicine. Be kind to yourself and speak right words over your life. Be kind to your children and speak faith-filled words over them. Be kind to your wife and speak words of kindness over her. Be kind to your brothers and sisters and speak words of health and blessing over them. Amen? In Proverbs 16, 24, it says, Because pleasant words are as a honeycomb... Sweet to the soul, and not only that, but pleasant words are health to the bones.